The Mentor Leader, Secrets to Building People and Teams that Win Consistently by Tony Dungy with Nathan Whitaker. Published by Tyndale House Publishers Incorporated, Carroll Stream, Illinois. This is Tony Dungy reading. Introduction. If all you're about is winning, it's not really worth it. I'm after things that last. Kelly McGregor. It was still raining steadily, but my thoughts were far away from the weather. While still captured by the euphoria of the moment, I turned philosophical, thinking, how did I get here? Of all the people who could have been headed up the steps to the podium to accept the Lombardi Trophy for winning Super Bowl XLI, it was me. As soon as I thought it, though, I knew it wasn't only me. Instead, it was a combination of my mom and dad, Lauren, Alan Truman, Dave Driscoll, Leroy Rockamore, Cal Stahl, Donnie Shell, John Stallworth, Chuck Knoll, Richard Farmer, Denny Green, Rich McKay, Bill Polian, and so many others who had, for whatever reason, built into my life. I had been mentored by so many. They had all added value to my life, and my leadership style had been influenced by them. I had thought about the idea of leading in such a way that it created value for others, but in that moment, thinking of so many people who had made a difference in my life and had so much to do with my being on that podium in that steady drizzle, the idea of mentoring crystallized for me. It isn't a structured program that necessarily makes the difference. Rather, the difference is made moment by moment by leaders who care for others. As I hoisted that trophy as high as I could above my head, I realized the responsibility we all have to become mentor leaders in the lives of others. Most people at one time or another in their lives will take on the role of a leader, whether formally or informally, at work, at home, or at church. And most people, if they're honest about it, would say they feel a little inadequate in that role, whether as a parent or a boss or a team leader. Actually, some self-doubt is a healthy attribute in a leader. Leadership is necessary in any human society. Thus, a leadership void will not exist for very long before someone steps up to lead, either by popular acclaim, selection, or self-appointment. The question is, what type of leader will that person be? This question is more than academic, however, for their leadership style can dictate how effective they'll be and how significant an impact their leadership will create. In my life and career, I've seen all kinds of leaders, but the ones who have had the greatest positive impact on my life are the select few who have been not only leaders, but also mentors. In fact, it's largely because of the influence of mentors in my life that I was drawn to write this book. I believe that certain principles of successful leadership are timeless. In other words, they're not just the latest fad or fashion, and they're not dependent on or dictated by our circumstances. Furthermore, I've come to realize that these principles can be taught, learned, absorbed, and then passed on to others, especially to those whom we ourselves have the privilege to lead. Conventional wisdom says that leaders are born, but I don't believe that's true. From what I've seen, positive, life-changing leadership is an acquired trait, learned from interaction with others who know how to lead and lead well. Leadership is not an innate, mystical gift. Rather, it's a learned ability to influence the attitudes and behavior of others. As such, we can all learn and then teach others how to understand and apply the principles of successful leadership. 
I spoke with the head of a Fortune 300 company who noted that he had recently experienced an awakening in how he interacted with his employees. He said, I had long known that I could influence whether or not my employees had a good day. It was fairly obvious that I held sway over that, for better or for worse. But one day as I drove home trying to fight off a dark cloud from a tough day's work and trying not to let it affect my family when I walked through the front door, I realized that many, if not all, of my direct reports were experiencing the same thing. If they weren't able to compartmentalize their frustration, anger, and irritation, then they were going to take those toxic feelings into their homes. I don't simply have an impact on my direct reports. There's an exponential effect on those around them as well, based in no small part on their interactions with me. Understanding the profound effect of our leadership is often the first step toward adopting a style of leadership that has proved effective over many generations, a style I'm calling mentor leadership. It isn't so much the creation of a new kind of leadership as it is the recognition and exploration of a model I've learned and tried to practice throughout my life.